Welcome to Cobras and Fire, part of the Decibel Geek Broad Podcasting Network. I am joined by former Crobot bass player, and now uh, you do you play bass in Brodero as well, or did you switch instruments? Um, I kind of play bass. I've been kind of playing guitar. We've been experimenting with a few different uh, formations, and um, now with having a, an additional lead guitarist, Joe Cerati, in the band, um, there's songs where I actually play guitar, but... The uh, signal is split through an A and B switch, so half of it goes to a low octave through a bass rig, and the other half, you know, goes through my guitar chain into a. So it essentially gives the effect of playing them both, you know. And that is the voice of Jake Fagora. Now, do I have your the pronunciation of your last name right? It was close. It was close. It's uh, Figueroa. Figueroa. All right. Um, and you were you were joined in Brodero with your brother uh, Paul. Correct. Yes. Is that yes. round out? Is it a power trio then? Is that what you guys are doing? Uh, yeah. You know, um, if if anything ever ends up uh, evolving from that, you know, we're not opposed to it, but we're not immediately seeking anything. You know, we're just uh, pretty happy with what we got, and you know, ready to start moving forward. Who uh, handles the lead vocals? Are Are you there yet? Yeah, um, I've been doing lead vocals. Um, Paulie's probably going to do some lead vocals. Um, Joe Cerati could possibly do some. Um, you know, we all we all can sing, so we're definitely uh, <laughs> going to utilize that aspect as much as possible as well. Uh, you know, I I love the name. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, and I even thought that the logo and everything is pretty cool. So. Yeah, we got we got real lucky with it. Well, Paulie came up with the name. You know, we were. Uh, you know, smoking, just bullshitting, and all that, and, and <laughs> he just came up with it. And, you guys uh, smoke? We're uh, talking about yeah, tobacco, yeah, no. right? I mean, because uh, marijuana is illegal here still. Oh, uh, I is- mean, yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, changes are coming, man. I don't care what people think; it's going to be legal yeah. everywhere. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, he he, you know, mentioned the name, and I I fell in love with it right away. I was like, dude, it sounds cool. You know, it's like. Sounds like something you could call somebody even, you know? What's up, Bradera? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, so. Cool. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get into Prodero quite a bit. If it's all right, I'd like to ask you a couple questions about Crobot. Is that, that right? All right. Um, yeah, let's see what's up. All right, man. Uh, you know, I, I'm a fan, you know, and that's a, that's a bit of a distinction, too, because uh, if I was younger, it probably would have broke my heart and crushed me. You know, uh, you know, I'm an old guy, and I've been in bands myself. I understand band dynamics are just are they are what they are. It's 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 not an easy thing to explain to people who haven't been through it. But it did kind of surprise me, just because you know, every time I've had a chance to talk to to the all you as a group, it was you know it was it seemed like a pretty tightly knit thing. The, the the official release was like creative differences, which you know I don't know on my end it's typically that, that's kind of a, a BS kind of comic. Can you elaborate oh, yeah. at all that there is like what happened? Well, the initial comment that said all that was also removed very quickly. Um, you know there was a, there was a whole legal issue that went on and. Mm-hmm. Essentially, uh, I guess the most polite way I can put it is the most recent post that was actually, you know, finally everyone was able to put at least a little bit of their own sense into it. And everybody uh, consented to uh, the official statement that they asked us to leave uh, the band. So was there an incident uh, or anything? Or You know, there were there were 
a lot of the typical things that you would assume petty, you know, emotional uh, BS that comes along with any sort of breakup, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, you you got exactly the flavor from the first post that was taken down. It's all kind of bullshit. So. But nothing leading up to it. I mean, was there a sense that this was coming? Was it? They maybe one of the brothers wasn't getting along with them. The, the, they were like, well, "We have to get rid of them both because they're related." Uh, you know, I'm just I'm throwing shit against the wall here. You know. Oh yeah, you know, and in that respect, I, I you know, me me and Paulie will probably never know, you know, exactly what the deal was with that. You know, so so there was no like power struggle to get ideas through the a project or anything of that nature. Um. Ah, I mean, it's 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 hard to really uh, uh, put the right words to that. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, I'm getting your had, drift, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was uh, it wasn't a fucking cool deal, you know, and uh, there wasn't really any outcome, you know, that I could see that you know we'd be happy about, especially you know me and Paulie on that end. It's like. Okay. You know. So, but the, I, I take it when you talk about some of the legal stuff, there had to be an actual um, contractual uh, uh, breaking of the band. Is that true? Because I noticed that for the longest time, you were both still listed as members on the on the Crowbot Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was all part of it. It's you know the the process. So you there know, was like was. an actual formal contract that at one point that that all you four signed as to, to be members and that had to be kind of resolved before they could carry on officially. Is that what that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know how to segue this because it, it, it's clear you don't want to get too far into it. And I don't want to you know I, I don't want to stir anything up here. Um, I think you kind of explained why it took so long for the official announcement. It was just a matter of kind of like getting everybody to, uh, you know, set their kind of stuff aside and just to agree to a statement kind of thing. Or yeah, man, and and lawyer stuff takes forever, you know. So, well, on the legal side, I have a couple industry questions that don't have anything necessarily to do with Crowbot. Uh, more uh-huh. of a curiosity thing. Uh, you know, it seems like anytime I hear about a band, you know, their story, you know, getting signed. Uh, there's a big gap between like getting signed and everything they tell you up to it, uh, it because you know I, I've, I've been in bands and I it's you probably know as well as anybody it's actually really really hard to get rejected by a label, you know I mean just to get them to acknowledge that they got something and say no. What when a band is kind of burgeoning? How do you make that step from being a group of guys in a in a basement or a garage, getting your stuff together, to out playing gigs, to actually making the right contact? Hmm. I mean, that's tricky, dude. I don't even know if I could, you know, um, find anything that would be considered a right answer there. Um, <laughs> we're still kind just of just tell me you know, what happened, Jake. <laughs> Um, you know, when Crowbot was found, it was all based off of potluck, you know, um, it was, uh, there's actually a wonderful, wonderful person, this lady Sharon, um, from Pennsylvania and she promotes the hell out of everybody. She is the biggest supporter of live music, local or otherwise, you know, she's awesome. But, uh, she had entered something into uh, an internet contest and that you know somebody from uh, wind up records ended up 
you know, seeing the link on the side of their screen one day or whatever, and hmm. they liked what they heard, and that's that's how it happened, you know. Was um, as of now with Brodero, you know, our dig is kind of uh, getting a single out, and you know, maybe put a few feelers out through folks that we have met, you know, um, different label reps or whatever, and maybe somebody will want to pick it up and help us out with the the rest of the album, or you know, maybe we're going all indie, but. And when can we Either expect uh, the the first single? Uh, it's coming out on Tuesday, December twelfth. Ooh, right on! Um, I'll probably have this interview up right around that time as, as well as a way to promote it, I guess. Hey, uh, that's cool, man. I'll be definitely doing um, our part, and we're uh, we're looking forward to it. So, uh, with with Brodero, then we're while while all this legal stuff was being sorted out with uh, uh, Crowbot. Were I assume you were already starting to write songs and kind of hammer out ideas with your brother? Is that what? Yeah, yeah, we had started to, you know, but I mean, I'd be lying if I wouldn't tell you that the whole time was like a mental struggle, you know. It was, uh, you know, very, very big swings of major productivity and then big swings of, you know, doing nothing, you know, and kind of being in a, in a strange headspace when you're not even really able to you know stay to anybody what you're doing or what's going on or any you know it gets it gets a little bit weird but that's you know that's kind of uh that's kind of we delve a little bit into that with the first single you know um what's it called it's called liars and thieves and (laughs) it uh well but see that's the thing is is you know in in a certain respect everybody's a fucking liar and a thief you know everybody in in some way is is always going to be in a, a, a situation where a third party could see both sides so to speak you know yeah and you know both of those sides could be screaming so loud how could you not see the point how could you not see the point and you know from from a third party perspective it can get very very blurred and very hard to distinguish well you know to to that point you know i mean i I, I was a really big fan of Crowbat. I'm sure I still will be. By the way, I I, I have no I have nothing against any any of you guys as individuals, uh, but it, it sucks as a as a fan that you won't be on stage anymore because you were such a presence and you're you're a great player. And Paul was you know thanks man just a perfect drummer for the band. And I'm sure that they're, they're, they're your uh, the replacements will be you know fine musicians as well. And I like that too. And because I like Bishop's guitar playing, I love Brandon singing. He's yeah. One, of the, one of the one of the shining stars vocally of rock right now. It just does have a voice, you know. You can't can't take that away. No, and uh, and and, and all, all of you all have been just so polite to me and, and, and other people that I know. So it kind of what you're saying as a third party. It, I'm not really going to be able to take sides. You know what I mean? I, that's, that's why I kind of didn't want to get too you know I don't want to get too muddy on this thing either because it, it's not about trying to pit you against them. I just kind of curious what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, so the the guitar player, what was his name? Bring it, I, I'm sorry, I just wasn't familiar. Then I didn't catch it when you said it earlier. No, it's all right. Uh, his name's Joe Cerati. Um, fantastic guitar player, dude. I mean, another Pennsylvania boy, Ripper. No way, dude. The, we're we're going back to our roots. Me and Paulie are Jersey boys. Oh. Cerati's a Jersey boy. You know. Uh. That whole Pennsylvania thing was mostly facade. I, there's only one person who was uh, whoever. Let me, let me ask you a really stupid Jersey question. You know who Snooky is, right? 
Uh, I think so. I think she was on some show. Okay, well, my only question was going to be, would you? <laughs> no, no way, man. That's not my style. <laughs> not your you type know. of squish? Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, man. The um, Those... Uh, those cats are from out of state, man. Those are usually like, you know. I get, yeah. Uh, but it's a fucking MTV. Tourists. Show They're all it. tourists. Mm. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, so, uh, when did, how did, just how did you go from Jersey to being uh, in Crowbot then? Were you kind of like uh, in another band and recruited or something? <laughs> the two of you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and Paulie uh, previously were in a band called Thick Leather Brick. And um, that was actually how we met Joe. Because uh, we had played a bunch of, of uh, shows with his old band, Only Living Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in turn, that's how we met Brandon and Bishop. And uh, me and Paulie had been going through basically every musician in northern New Jersey just because, you know, it's, it's. You're better than very... that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Uh... It's just, you know, it's very difficult for. Uh, somebody to be able to contribute and and uh commit a hundred percent to a band you know especially any any local band any starter up you ain't making no fucking money doing it but you know <laughs> it it takes more hours than a regular full-time job uh-huh just to make no money you know so no you have to have uh passion to to get through those early days uh, oh yeah. Or my entire musical career is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. But so um Hey, let me ask yeah. you this. Would you say you've made more money than you've spent uh as a musician? Hell no, not even close. I was gonna say, <laughs> right? Man, you see those bell bottoms I wear, bro? Yeah. <laughs> oh those, those are uh collectible or they're high end or something? Uh yeah, man, that's designer. Uh, no, I don't know, man. They're they're from the UK, <laughs> so it costs a lot more in shipping. Okay. <laughs> what, what the hell is wrong with this country when we can't make a decent pair of bell bottoms? My I know, Lord. that's what I'm saying. Well well, here's the thing. We can make some good ones, I guess, but all the bell bottoms you find here are girl pants. Mm. Now, yes, rock and rollers can get away with wearing girl pants. However, <laughs> when you get a pair of bell bottoms that's like man pant cut, oh, man, it feels good. Man pant cut, yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> like a pair of Chuck Norris pants, a little crotch room. Hell yeah, you know, but not too much because you got you to gotta show a little of the fluff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of your stage look, uh, how's your hair coming? Are you keeping it short? Last time I saw it, it was real high and tight, but are you, I, I think you're growing it out a little bit. But again, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I haven't cut it um, since that time, so we'll see what happens. I might, I might not. I don't know. I, uh, I know for sure it feels way better head banging when you got a full head of hair. So. Yeah, well, it looks cooler too. But I thought you pulled it off. Uh, with the short look too, I was surprised. I was like, because I, I remember like, no way, it's not going to look any good. And you know, because I, <laughs> I think about the important things. So. <laughs> yeah, that's how you look, not how you feel. Come on. Yeah, is my, I, I don't know if I've told you this to your face, but I've definitely said it in in pieces I've written about Crowbot and in pictures that I've shared of you that uh, I have this thing I call the guitar to crotch ratio, and you just don't look cool playing the the bass or any guitar up up high except. 
you. You are the Boom. one exception to looking <laughs> awesome. With I, I don't know how you do it. You kind of you, you straddle down low. You know, I mean, you've gave me some uh, stage move lessons uh, in the past too. So I remember that. Yeah, yeah strutting yeah. on the side of the uh, trailer. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I, I mean, I kind of get the gist gist of it. But uh, yeah, I, I I always like to you know kid my friends that uh, that play a little higher up. Uh, but uh, you you are the one exception that I've found in my life anyway, and I'm kind of an expert on it. So, oh, thank you very much, man. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what about playing live then? When when is uh, has Brodero done any shows yet? Or, um, no, we haven't done any shows yet. Uh, we may end up doing uh, a gorilla type show towards the end of uh, December or something. But we're going to be looking at doing a couple showcases in January, probably. Uh, up up north and you know around jersey new york um and then um i'm hopefully we'll be looking to uh be doing a short uk run early next year cool um yeah so we're we're gonna try and hit the ground running um it's just you know it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a game to play you know getting uh-huh. uh getting all new recordings and you know getting a new merch line and everything hopefully we'll have shirts up by the holiday so That'll be a little get your Christmas Brodero shirts for the whole family. And put me down for one extra large. I'll be placing my order as soon as I can. You got two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm sure my wife will wear one to, to bed. Uh, she doesn't like T-shirts out in public. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does that mean you're taking Brodero to bed with you? I or? guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I will be. <laughs> I will be. Uh, uh, this is the kind of turn I was hoping we'd take. Um, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so they, that's kind of a lot of time not doing anything that generates income. What? How, without getting too specific, I mean, uh, how do you kind of make make sure that everybody's going to be able to eat between now and you know? I mean, uh, oh, well, dude, I've been working. I've been working, working, working. All right. Yeah. Um, doing all kinds of crazy mechanican type stuff or hey what happened to that van that or the school bus you guys were uh you were working on uh it's currently getting remodeled and ready for the first brodero u.s tour wasn't there uh i swear you you were driving it back i just i just remember a facebook post i i'm, I'm really slapping this out of my memory pretty poorly but uh didn't break down or something there was like some sad yeah in birmingham it was terrible man uh, it was it, broke down there in like the middle of the summer. It was like a million degrees out, and uh, we got it towed to this shop that seemed super cool. Like they were totally gonna fix it. Go to McDonald's like down the block, wait it out. Well, in the first three hours that we were at that McDonald's, yes, we stayed there for three hours because we had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was like a Family Dollar or something next door. It got robbed like three times in three hours. <laughs> With uh, the police showing up to look at it afterwards? or uh, Not the third time. No, nobody came. It was just like, oh, well, it happened again. Wow. And this uh, is in Birmingham, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was classy. It was cool. But, uh, yeah, no, it took forever, actually, dude. We had to leave our van there. We rented two minivans, took all the seats out of them, filled them up with gear, and, you know, we're sitting on each other's laps um, <laughs> to drive up to, like, Nashville, Tennessee or some shit okay. to pick up, a you know, a big rental. And it was crazy, man. It was nuts. But it, it worked out. Um, you know, I, I think uh, one of the last times we talked, I promised to uh, – 
uh, try to get you uh, at least uh, a date with Taylor Swift. I haven't made a lot of, of, of room on that, uh, but I'm, I'm not giving up. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it, it's cool, too. I'm a little busy right now, so, Okay. you know. Cool, yeah. I think yeah. she's got a record coming out, so maybe after... You know, some of the press dies down. We'll probably we'll have something lined up maybe mid February for Valentine's Day, maybe. So yeah, yeah, we'll do something scandalous. <laughs> I want to see Brodero <laughs> go on tour with uh, Taylor Swift. That would be dude. Uh, me too. Are you kidding me? I would love that. I got uh, like three Tay Tay shirts, bro. <laughs> I want Tay Tay all day. Oh god, she she's just horrible, man. Um, what do you think? The, what do you think the crowd reaction for Brodero would be? All those little uh, those snotty little bitches that show up to her show. Uh, I think I think uh, I think they would enjoy the hell out of it. Was I in a know, line I, referring to probably what are thirteen year olds as bitches? I mean, I was thirteen uh, months too, and they were they were bitches. Everybody's bitches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think they'd be uh, pleasantly surprised at how much they really enjoy uh, a more aggressive toned hard rock music. More aggressive um, approach than Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah, just I mean, a little bit. She's a little edgy, man. You got to admit that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, what's up, puppy dog? Oh, boots, right? Uh, actually, neighbor's dog Zulu oh. and Boots. Yeah, Boots is in the corner. He's being quiet, trying to find crazy, stinky smells to roll into, and then crawl under my covers and get my bed all stinky. <laughs> good boy. Yeah, right. Right. So, where are, are you? Live back in Jersey, as far as residing right now, or? Um, no, I'm I'm down in Florida. I live down in Florida now. Your brother too, or? Yeah, but he's right now. He's up north. He's um, winning the. Uh, the Child of the Year award. He went up there to help my mother. She's going to be moving soon. So, Aww. yeah, he's a stand-up guy. That Paulie. Um. So yeah, and after that, he's gonna come down here, and we're gonna rip faces off. It'll be pretty sweet. So all, all three of you there are in Florida, or I assume. Or? Um. No, our buddy Joe still stay. Um. He lives up in Jersey. Um. And uh, he, he's involved in a bunch of projects. Currently, he's over in Europe um, with some more uh, friends of mine from Jersey, uh, a group called Jesse Bardwell and the Free Union. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, they're doing a, a European tour right now. It's, um, you know, a, a folkier-toned uh, project. But, all I mean, they're all fantastic musicians, fantastic songwriters, fantastic singers. Like, Oh, and they're with... Um, uh, a woman, I believe her name is Elliot Peck. Um, <laughs> I think Penn or Peck. Shit, I feel bad that I forget. But yeah, no, they're all all amazing musicians. But um, you know, he he comes down here, and we've had him down a couple of times to come and jam and write. But uh, thankfully, it's the age of the internet, so you can just send That's song true. ideas via email. You know. <laughs> I mean, I, I it's hard to, to you can record easily that way. My experience is that it's hard to really gel as a band, uh, you know, if you don't get a chance to kind of rehearse. I assume that's kind of something you figure out when you get to it, or. Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're still doing a lot of writing and everything, and me and me and Paulie, um, well, when it comes back down, we're obviously going to be jamming every day, but um, mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously before we go out on a, on any tour, we're gonna get together for a period of time beforehand and. And just jam, you know, for probably far too many hours a day, and you know. <laughs> which one you, which uh, which one of you is the older brother? 
Paulie's the older brother. So uh, when growing up, then uh, how did how did you get hooked into rock and roll to where you're both kind of you know pursuing it? You know. Uh well. Like what bands um, and. Well, we were we were um, starting to turn into little punk rockers and stuff. Um, you know, around 13, 14, whatever. And uh, I had started a punk rock band with a friend of mine from school. And we needed a drummer, and Paulie wanted a drum, so he started drumming, and uh, we've been in bands ever since. You know, he started getting into heavier music far before I did, though. Like he he showed Pantera to me, you know, he showed me all that. What would um, you have been listening to at that point? Uh, probably just still punk rock. I thought that was like, you know, the cat's bananas. Like, uh, I mean, is this Green Day time or after that? No, or? I mean, I was I was listening to like No Effects, Mill oh. Collin, Rancid, Gotcha, Descendants. You know, so uh, actually, was, real punk, uh, not the popular stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I probably, you know, listened to some Blink because I was very young, dude. You know, you got to learn somehow. <laughs> well, that's why I was a little gray at it. You know, I mean, I, I got into punk too, but I, I'm a little older than you. I was more like Black Flag and uh, Dead Kennedy, oh, yeah, hell J, yeah. JFA, that kind of stuff. I, I, I did yeah, that's keep awesome, up with dude. it into the 90s. So, um, yeah. See, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My our first rendition of our of our first punk band, Phonics Monkey, mm-hmm. was like the epitome of pop punk. <laughs> you know and uh but i think it was like we released an ep and by the sixth song of the ep we started getting you know not pop punkish okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we actually we recorded that it was a six song ep we recorded it for like 418 dollars because that was all we had you still got any of that uh yeah, I actually do have a copy of it that I will never show anyone. Oh, oh my god. It's I like, wanna hear it. I'm like very uh <laughs> proudly embarrassed. <laughs> hey, we all go through growing pains, man. Yeah, yeah, well, that doesn't mean it has to be a life pain, you know? Well, I, I wouldn't I've always thought you had a bit of a geezer butler influence on you, but it doesn't sound like you were into Sabbath very much. Well, no, that's that's not necessarily true. I mean I was into a a bunch of the classic rock stuff. Well, I got into that when I started like tripping out hard. Really, my my uh, <laughs> my one buddy uh, used to constantly play like Floyd. Well, he was into like everything from Floyd and Sabbath to like Tool, and you know, and anything that was uh, slightly towards the psychedelic realm or or you know heavier. Like uh, he was very much into that. So. I got into that stuff, I guess as well, but that was that was kind of later in in high school, you know. Um, yeah, okay. but I listened, you know, I listened to a bunch of I don't know, man. I was weird as hell because I was also in the school band, so I listened, I listened like fucking Benny Goodman and shit, you know. Did like, you play bass in the school band or? No, I played uh, alto, tenor, and baritone sax. Okay, and Paulie played. Uh, Paul played trumpet and trombone. How uh how good were good are you at the saxophone? Uh well I was first chair. Oh, uh, I was second chair, <laughs> but there was only two. <laughs> I, I played the saxophone as well, but I I, I dropped it by oh shit seventh grade, so I didn't take it into high school. Yeah, oh I definitely did. I definitely did. I loved that thing, man. I was honking that horn like a mo. So you don't think you can play it anymore, or? 
I mean, if I if I actually sat down and practiced for a couple of days, I could definitely. I actually, uh, my brother, last year, he rented me a uh, a tenor sax. Hey, get out of that puppy dog! <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's fine. Um, he uh, he uh, rented me a tenor sax for my birthday um, for a few months. Oh, that's cool. And immediately, what is that one? I think it's uh, I think it's that George Michael tune. No, I'm never gonna dance again. Oh, yeah. It's got that that epic sax. <laughs> yeah, I got I got um, a little lifted in the basement and uh, learned that real quick. Right on. So I mean, you know, I could I could pick stuff up pretty quick again. Careless but... whisper, I think. Yeah, there we go. There yeah. we go. Careless whisper, bro. What about like um, um, the heat is on? Didn't that have a, the heat is on? Yeah, yeah, I believe uh, it did. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to, great. What about Yakety Sax, uh, the Benny Hill song? Did you could you play that? Uh, I mean, in my in my prime, I'm sure I could. Yeah, uh, we we used to play some some pretty complicated pieces when we were in the high school years too. You know. So, right. a lot well, of Glenn Miller stuff, you know. Let's get back to Brodero a little bit here. We'll wrap it up. Brodero. Uh, uh, so, how much music do you have kind of uh, in the works for Brodero? And uh, what's realistic as far as, like, maybe an EP or an album? Uh, we're hoping to uh, finish recording the EP uh, in January. Um, and, you know, considering we're not completely... Um, submersed by like some label or something that's going to take ages to set a release we'll release that fucker as soon as we got it you know okay yeah thankfully there's a lot of avenues there you know oh yeah man and and the indie thing dude it's like if you can figure out how to how to fund a quality recording then fuck the rest dude you know I'm, i'm not saying i'm against labels or anything you know they definitely serve their purpose they definitely you know, they they make a difference, and if a band is going to be in front of people immediately or not, you know, they have that kind of sway because they have those dollars. Yeah. You know, but at the same point in time, you know, you're going to be a lot hungrier for a lot longer usually because you don't own all your shit. You know, and that's yeah. that's that's a musician's bread and butter is their merch and and you know they're publishing and all that you know it's a double-edged sword it really really is you know it's a total double-edged sword we got to find a way to uh to to get uh money to the bands from streaming don't you think oh big time big time much more than like you know a thousandth of a penny or whatever yeah but see i'm gonna try and get my money from the casino because i got a really really good feeling You know, and uh, I think everyone should pretty much just uh, go live their life off of a series of hunches. You know, uh, well, one of, one of the, uh, the the shameful things of my life that I have to carry around like a badge of honor is that I'm a I'm a very big Kiss fan. Um, and over the years, I've spent a lot of money buying their stuff. You know what I mean? I was just yeah. in Las Vegas and I played their slot machine. I after about ten pulls, I was up two dollars and seventy cents or something like that. I cashed out immediately just so I could say I got some of it back. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I hear that. <laughs> Take that, Gene Dude, Simmons. It's crazy. There's a there's a, a, a bar that we go to that's close to our house down here uh, called The Benz, but they have a Kiss uh, pinball machine in the back. Oh. 
Is it? And, I assume it's the new one. It's pretty badass. Uh, I don't know if it's that new. I really don't. Well, they have um, two. See, I'm. Th- I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in from 1978, and that's. I actually own one of those. Uh, one it's of my, probably not that then. I don't yeah, think it's that old. They, and they just released one about three or four years ago. So yeah, and, and I guess maybe in that sense, it's not that new, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Except for the fact that. I refuse to accept the fact that I'm not good at pinball um, <laughs> because I try to hold my beer and still smoke a cigarette and play. And you can't really do that playing pinball if you want to be a winner. You know, if you want to be a pinball wizard. Oh, yeah. You got to have two hands so, on the machine at all times. Uh, I guess I'm just maybe I'm not committed. But all I know is I dump probably like six dollars an hour into that thing at least <laughs> and like after you put in 75 cents though uh-huh. every quarter is like three balls after that oh wow well, so I'm... yeah i should be on the thing for like four fucking hours and it takes me like 20 minutes are you, are you telling me that in florida you can still smoke in a bar oh hell yeah dude oh. it is the shit and it's warm all the time i don't oh, have to shovel anything man too, yeah oh <laughs> yeah Total I, upgrades. I, I forgot. It, it does snow in Jersey, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming Especially, from Jersey, uh, is it hard to not f- uh, like form a John Bon Jovi tribute band? Not at all, dude. Jeez, <laughs> man. He usually rips Philly anyway, man. Fuck Bon Jovi. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fuck Bon Jovi. Right on. What do you got to say about Springsteen? Let's get some shit on that guy. Yo, he's the boss, all right? Well, then you I don't quit. have to like him, but you're going to listen. <laughs> you don't have to like him. <laughs> Oh, that that is brilliant. I should go into marketing too, man. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the back of your t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. Um, well, we touched on everything. What do you want to? Anything else you want to promote and pimp here, man? Yeah, hell yeah, man. Brodero new single coming out Tuesday, December twelfth, twenty seventeen. It's like three or four days away. Get it? Got it? Love it? Tell all your friends. Tell What's it all your friends. Uh, the single is called Liars and Thieves. And will there be like a link that people can buy it? We'll definitely put it on the Cobras and Fire and Decibel Geek Facebook pages. Yeah, most definitely. It's first going to go live. Um, the links will be posted on uh, from the Brodero Facebook page. Um, we'll be updating with probably a few more little teaser clips and bits over the next couple of days to be a little more specific on time and all of that, you know, content, 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 bro. Mm. And um, uh, it looks like I, you're not going to be finding your way near Minnesota for any time uh, in the, I don't know, next four to six months. Actually, I don't know. That's not true okay. because um, we really want to get back out to Wisconsin, particularly to see uh, the Q&Z family. Oh, who's okay. always awesome to us. And uh, they already reached out to us and said anytime that uh, we happen to be in the area and uh, Peggy makes the best pot roast in the land. So I'll go there just for that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll look for that. And that's kind of by Minnesota, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. We're, we're neighbors and we hate each other, but uh, I, I've gone to uh-huh. Wisconsin for worse. So, so. whose cheese is better? Um, California. <laughs> Boom. All right. I like it. Yeah. 
I, I, you know, uh, during football season, like, well, I shouldn't say this. I did it one time. I did. I avoided all cheese for one entire football season because of our uh, hated rivals, the Green Bay Packers. Wow, dude, I couldn't do that. Them curds are banging. <laughs> I commitment. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I only did it one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hear that. You learn quick, man. Nachos are a totally different story. Oh, Jake, you're one of my favorite people. I really appreciate your time. Uh, thanks, th- man. Thanks for opening the vein a little bit as much as you could anyway. Uh, and I really am looking forward to Bradero. It's either going to be great or horrible, right? There's no middle ground? Uh, I mean, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the rules, man. Yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. I'm, uh, I'm I'm definitely excited for it. So uh, thanks, that's coming out net, uh, Tuesday, December 12th. Um, depending on when you're going to hear this, it's either going to be something you need to purchase or something you want to purchase. So uh, make yes. sure you check it out. Um, and say hello to your brother for me. Uh, he's the only guy I never really ever got a chance to chat with uh, for a couple minutes while we're just standing around waiting to set something up. So. Uh, yeah, he's usually twisting one up and hiding somewhere, you know. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, on. So, well, you know, dude, the- thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and good luck with Brodero, man. Thanks, It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.